Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sports Cast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, AJ Johnson. What's up, buddy? How are you doing on this beautiful March 17th evening where sports is happening fast? I'm, that's just all I can say. Sports yeah. are happening fast. It's a beautiful change of pace just to know that there's just sports everywhere you look we can't keep up like that's beautiful we can't keep up with all the sports like this is what i feel people mean when they say sports ball because they don't know any other way to explain what is happening i mean nfl free agency is going crazy march madness brackets going crazy there's spring training for baseball people there's for baseball some other sport like <laughs> ice skating or something i don't know there's sticks some weird sport too that that's going on it's dope it's dope it's just me, everybody. I'm going to be doing the show all by myself tonight, talking about basket. Okay, I can't actually. I can't actually. Yeah. Like, Let's see how that one was going to play out. <laughs> I, I can't actually lie to the beautiful people like that. I, I, I just really, I just can't. But we've got a great show ahead of us, guys. We are talking March Madness basketball. It is bracket time. Everyone's filling out their brackets. If you haven't already, go over to our Facebook page right now. Actually, leave this video. I will give you a second, okay? Leave this video and save the post of our bracket challenge just so that later after the show, you can go fill that out because we are about to give you everything you need to know, kind of, about what <laughs> bracket is going to look like. And I just want to let everyone know, NFL free agency is happening right now. And I don't mean to get away from the show and what we're talking about tonight. But if deals come flying and I see it and I, and I, I know, and I recognize it's a big deal, you best believe we're going to be bringing it up and talking about it on the show. Okay. It's going to happen. Apologize now for it. Apologize. What you apologizing for? That means we're giving them so much content. They can't even sit straight. It's basketball on the left hand, uh, NFL free agency on the right hand. I, I, I'm here for it. Like I would There's stay watching the show just because I know I'm not missing anything else. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. It, it's just it, it's insane, man. It is a wild time, and it's St. Patrick's Day. You guys are probably yeah. looking at us like, wait a second, wait a second. You guys don't have a single ounce of green on you. First of all, you can't see my underwear. Second of all, uh, we don't have any green on because we're going to pull the curtain back. We have green screens behind us. If we try and rock green, you're just going to see just floating heads. That's all you I just want to say. I thought that'd be a fantastic idea to do the whole show transparent. Like, why not just see through our body? You can see our heart. We put it on a sleeve. Why not just see the heart? Just see it right through. <laughs> just me. Oh, wait there. I'm, I'm trying to do it here. Uh, I can't. I can't just get my head here. I can't just get my head. I was trying to fix it to where I can just do my head, but it doesn't work. It does not work. But we've got a great show ahead of us, though, guys. We are going to talk March Madness basketball first round, second round, elite. We will go as far as the elite eight tonight. Okay, we're just going to go that far, and really, we're just going to see where it goes because I have, I don't know enough about this tournament this year. So I am very excited to hear what the guru of basketball over here, AJ Johnson, has to say about this tournament. AJ, I got to ask you first, man, what are you looking forward to most about this tournament? You already know. That's what I'm looking forward to, baby. Let's do it. I'm all about it. I'm just, hyped. Just buy I'm, it. I'm, I'm betting to stay right. Let's see, can you see him? All right, right, right there is fine. Right, right there is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. But I will say. I appreciate the kind words of guru and whatnot, but NCAA basketball is one of the hardest sports to follow consistently all the way through to be like an, a perfectionist come March Madness time. There's 68 teams in the first week, and I don't care who you are. 
how much basketball you watch. If you're telling me that you spent all season watching Appalachian State and Hartford to be ready for them to make the tournament, you're lying because you didn't even know they were going to be in the tournament. So I understand knowing some of the bigger teams, but that's why March Madness is so much fun. These Cinderella stories that just warm your heart that you knew nothing about come in and, and ruin brackets. That's what March Madness is about, being upset that you were wrong, people. That's what's happening here. We're going to all be upset that our brackets are wrong. That's going to happen. You'll it, see. You'll see. It's just it's just the way of the game, man. It's just the way of the game. I'm excited for it. I want to let everyone know that we kind of came up with this idea last minute here that I mm -hmm. I will be filling my bracket out tonight in the final countdown. <laughs> I thought you were about to say in the flesh. <laughs> in the in the flesh too. In, in my in my flesh. In my flesh, I'm going to be doing my bracket. But in the final countdown tonight, we will be doing my bracket in a rapid fire esque type of showdown here because, well, oh, what? What do you? What? what oh, do you I mean? thought we were gonna do it on the show while we talk about what's going on. What do you want? What do you? What? What do I, you? I want? feel like that's a good way to do it. It'll help you make a decision. But, it can still be pretty quick. That we're not going round, game by game, though, are we? No, we're going game we by game. We won't have to either, because, so like, like I said, like for instance, what I mean by we won't have to go game by game. Let me give you an idea. In one round in the South Region, Baylor is playing Hartford. Yes, I will tell you how much time we're going to spend on that conversation. Baylor next. Oh, I, <laughs> I, like, I like Hartford in that one. Bruh, bruh. Well then. I'm excited yeah. to play against you in a bracket challenge because you're not going to be somebody I have to worry about. Bruh. Remember, guru. You want to listen to the guru, remember? I don't know if I want to listen to a I don't know if I want to listen to you. I, I don't you know oh. me, I don't like listening to you even on even on normal shows. But I digress. Let's get into it, buddy. We need to pay <laughs> the bills. Okay. We have a lot of people paying us no money at all. <laughs> tell people where we where they can follow us so aj let's get into it load those fingers up buddy and tell our beautiful listeners where they can follow us at been so long since i've told you to head to twitter at rough cut underscore sports right here on facebook at rough cut sports and instagram at the rough cut sportscast hit that like hit that follow hit that share head over to youtube Check out the clips. If you've been missing any of the episodes, you can find clips of all the shows there on YouTube at Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification button and tell everybody. And of course, this episode is brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether it's a signed jersey, whether it's a signed cleat. It's basketball season, baby, okay? You can get a signed basketball on there, man. There's just so much great stuff over at Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your memorabilia, okay? Check them out, halftimesportscollectibles.com. Com. And this episode is brought to you by Belly Up Sports Network, the place to be at. We, I mean, we're there. They wanted us. We wanted right. them. Okay. It <laughs> is a great a partner. Point. It is a great partnership. It really is. There's a lot of great shows over there. I've been really strolling down the playlist of all the shows that they have. Go check them out. We are proud to be a part of the Belly Up Sports Network. AJ Johnson. I got some words. You got words? I got some words. You got words? Yeah, this is this is uh you know what? You know what? Let's 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 do it at the end of the show. Let's do it at the end of the show. What? We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll hop it up in the middle of the show. It's okay. You don't need to know yet. You'll know when know you know. You're talking. I do know what you're talking about, and I'm excited for you to 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 to, to say it. If you want to bring it up at the end of the show, you can bring it up now. If you want why don't we do it both times? Right now? Check this out. Let's do it. So it was last Wednesday, right, yep. where we were excited. We got 400 follows, and we said by today's show, we wanted to get to 500 follows. We had faith. We knew it could happen. We, we put our trust in the fans out there to get us to 500 follows on Facebook. And we didn't get to 500. We shattered the line of 500. We are sitting at 590 follows on Facebook in a week, in a week. We went in a week. What was it? A hundred and oh yeah, we were. It's nuts. It's ridiculous. It's we fantastic. Were. But we're too close. Five ninety. We're too close to not pushing. And I really believe we can get that in this episode. So if you're watching the show, if you haven't liked the show already, which I know you all have, 
go to that go to that like page and invite your friends not to share the page yeah. go there's, to the community section and yep. we'll invite all your friends there's there Make is a new happy. there is a new game changer when it comes to sharing on the facebook world and we didn't know it we uh, we should apologize for not saying it since the beginning we just tell you to share we don't get specific but hey Go over to our Facebook page and go ahead and invite all of your friends. There's a nice little button where you can select all of your friends, and it would do us. I mean, I, you said you want to hit 590 before the end of the night. No, no, we're at 590. I want to oh. get 600. It's like we, we did over a hundred. We did over a hundred plus in a week. You're telling me we can't do 10 in about an hour? Come on, I I, I think we can. So I, that I like I like this hit idea. That, That's amazing. I'm like all about that. that. I'm oh trust me, you think so, I'm happy at so, six? No, we're so, definitely to let, to let everyone know for our bracket challenge, we're giving away to the lucky winner of the bracket challenge that we have going on. We're giving away some rough cut merch, okay? And it's not just that might yeah. just be a shirt for you. It's a great prize. It's a great prize. It'll be a, it'll be great. But if we get to a thousand likes by the end likes and follows by the end of the tournament. We will give away I, I will talk to halftime sports and collectibles and we will give away something major from those guys. Something signed by a pro, a, a legend, possibly. We can almost guarantee you that if we get to a thousand by the end of the NCAA tournament, we will give you a massive rough cut prize, courtesy of halftime sports about, about it. I'll dish out the money for it if I have to. We, I don't care. Exactly. We will. We, we will make sure that you lovely listeners get rewarded for following us if we get to 1,000. Now, this needs to be said. If we get to 1,000 by the end of the tournament, make it happen. Head over to our Facebook page at – what is it, AJ? Facebook at Rough Cut Sports. Boom. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Go over there right <laughs> now and invite people, okay? But, AJ, let's get yeah. into this bracket challenge, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, I mean, I guess there's only one place to start. Yeah, there, there really is only one place to start, and it's your Florida State Seminoles sitting at number four, mm. going up against the you what you originally thought was the Tar Heels, and I you did, were in my first look, and then you realize it's not. It is UNC Greensboro here that you are matched yeah. up against. It's a four versus thirteen. How are you feeling about it? I'm. I'm I'm confident. I'm, he said, questioning. <laughs> what, what, what is? Uh, sorry, continue. So, so here's the thing. I'm not particularly worried about Florida State in this matchup. However, this tournament is basically the given idea of any given Sunday. Just the right amount of things go wrong, and you screwed yourself up for the entirety of the game. Florida State is a great squad. They 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 have the potential. They have the know how to make a deep run in this playoff in this in this tournament. However, the ACC was one of the most blown up conferences this season because of COVID, and Florida State lost out on like four or five uh, away games, and that really hurt us in the end of the season. We haven't been exactly who we needed to be. We we've we've messed up in a lot of places to put it that way. We do a lot of good. We do a lot of good. When, when we're focused, the defense is on point. We move as a unit. We walk around as a unit. We turn those defensive turnovers uh, into great, quick, fast-paced buckets at the other end. But that's when we're focused. If we're not focused and this team gets rattled, they get lazy, they throw sloppy passes, and they turn the ball over. In the last two games in the ACC tournament, which was Florida State's to lose? We got an extra buy round because Virginia – got COVID scare, and they were put out. In the ACC tournament, in two games that we played, Florida State had 43 turnovers. Oof. Unacceptable. Can't win basketball games like that. You can't, you can't win basketball games that way. That's how you lose to Notre Dame. That's how you lose to Georgia Tech in the ACC tournament final. So, And UNC Greensboro is a very good defensive team. If they can get steals, if they can force turnovers – it's going to be a very hard-pressed game. And if you're going like that in the very first game of the tournament and you're struggling, it's going to be really hard when you're seeing teams like Colorado or Texas or, uh, you know, possibly Alabama. Roll Tide. Uh, I just want to point yeah. this out. I, I just want to point this out here. Shout-out to my guy Chris over here. 
I talked to him last week. I discussed the fact that we were, we, we might be doing a bracket challenge show, a, a theme show. And uh, he, I mean, the, a lot, a lot of, a lot of pressure is riding on you, AJ, because you are the, the basketball guy giving all the takes. Chris specifically asked me, and we will get into this. I'm sure he is a big first round guy. He needs to know upsets. Okay. He is going to need uh, to know where the upsets are going to happen. So let's go into one of them. Give me one upset from your bracket mm. that you feel like should be brought up that can help my guy, Chris. He said he has a bet that with his buddy, I can't remember the exact specifics of the bet, but he did say that a, a, a family dinner is on the line. And that's not just a, a dinner, a full family dinner where there's kids involved, there's husband, there's wives, there's a lot of money being dropped on it. Okay. So where okay. is the upset that you're looking at that you can help my guy Chris with? You know what? And Chris, I hope I do right by you. I hope I do right by you. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, College basketball is one of the hardest to follow all the way up to the tournament. But once you kind of get into the brackets and you start kind of looking around and seeing what's going on, you kind of get some feels on where some good things can happen. And with this being such a crazy year with COVID messing teams up and records looking inflated, some teams are getting a little bit more chemistry than they would in other seasons. So I'll say this, the matchup that I'm, I'm kind of high on for a upset, it's where you always find your upsets in the tournament, that 12 and five spot, that beautiful 12 and five spot. So I'm going to go up to the South region and I'm looking at Winthrop versus Villanova. Now Villanova, if you know anything about them in the tournament history, they have been a team with prestige. They've been around. They've won national championships in the past with big buckets and they are coached very well. However, this Winthrop team is doing something ridiculous. They have one loss on the season. They are 23 and one. They're 23 and one. They play fantastic defense. They Their opponents score 66 points at most on them. They average 66 points while they're scoring 79 and 80. On top of that, they are really, really deep. This team plays 11 to 12 guys who all have different skill sets. So once you're trying to figure out one guy over here, there's another guy on the left side who's doing something that you weren't prepared for. They're quick. They're fast. They play defense. And they have a six-foot-seven point guard. If you know anything about point guards, they're normally the 6'3 quick guys. They're shifty. But when you have a tall point guard who can rim run and get to the bucket without any abandon or stress, that's something that's really hard to stop. So I'm, I'm looking at this team to be very surprising. And I'm also thinking about Villanova, who's dropped three of their last four, and they've lost their senior point guard to a season-ending injury just before the tournament. That's a lot of experience. And it's experiencing the guy who has the ball in his hand and is setting the plays up. So I don't think Villanova will be able to run through this team. I think Winthrop will give a very good, very good fight. And I think they can pull it out the way they've been playing. That's a really hot team. Michael Sherman uh, brought up Oregon State against Tennessee. That was the other one I thought about bringing up because I really like what's going on there as well. And we might talk a little bit about that in a bit. I got to do a breaking news drop, and I honestly don't have a breaking news. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, no. So breaking news, though, shifting gears to football just for a second. Lots of talk was about Russell Wilson, and, and this is just this is not a Russell Wilson trade. I don't want you to guys be alarmed about this. But a lot of talk was about Russell Wilson not having protection, and the Seattle Seahawks just acquired Gabe Jackson from the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are blowing up their entire offensive line. I'm pretty sure Gabe Jackson is a guard. So they, they're going to be bringing in a guard for uh, for Russell Wilson here, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN and Adam Schefter. It is the Raiders are trading Gabe Jackson to the Seahawks for a 2021 draft pick, whichever that mm. is. They don't have a first, so it can't be a first. Just right. wanted to throw that one out there. Um, huge trade. Sorry. it's. Yeah, it's huh. a wild world out there. Uh, just to let everyone know, we are talking NFL free agency tomorrow. If you want to tune into that, it's at 8 p.m. live here, right here on Facebook, which, hey, don't forget to invite your friends. You're so good at your job, Vinny. I, I, I do try my best. AJ, I will say, I will say this. As I am doing my bracket as we speak, I will mm -hmm. bring up one of my, a few of my picks that I have just made. Okay. I just picked UNC Greensboro. Over your four oh, seminal. Just because 
I don't like, I, I love defense. I don't like turnovers. I don't like teams full of mistakes. And what you just told me is that is Florida state can be a team full of mistakes. And UNC Greensboro is a team that can force those mistakes. I'm picking UNC Greensboro over your Florida state. Seminar. Here's the, o- here's the only thing that should give you some hesitation about that. No hesitation. The, the point guard that is a stud at defense and has the steals and, and forces the turnovers. He's also their entire offense for the most part. So even though they're creating these turnovers, unless they're out on the break and they're down the court and ready to score, they don't have enough offense to contain Florida state when they aren't making the turnovers. Cause gotcha. I've seen Florida state have 18 turnovers in a game and still win by eight or nine because their offense can be so explosive. Florida State's got one of the best offenses in the nation. One of, not up there with the Baylor and Illinois as of right now, but when that defense is clicking and they're using that momentum, it's really tough to stop. So I understand why you want to go that route. However, How, you're wrong. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I just want to let you know. So I have, I, I my first round is complete. Okay. My first round Hit. is complete. The entirety? Hit me with one. Hit me with the entirety. One. Uh, one of my bigger uh, moves here. Let's see here. I got North Texas over Purdue. That just what? honestly, honestly here. I'm just like in my head picturing these things. This might change, but I have mm-hmm. North Texas over Purdue. I have uh Colgate over Arkansas. I have <laughs> <laughs> I have you know it's not the toothpaste, right? Like <laughs> I have I have I have Georgetown over Colorado. I have I like Alabama over Iona, Maryland over Yukon. Uh I have either Wichita or what is it, Drake? Is that is yeah. that yeah. yeah. I have one of those schools beating USC. You just upsets everywhere, huh? And I have UCSB wherever that may be over Creighton. I I actually do like that one too because why do you um, like that one? Can you can you allow can you can it, you elaborate it, it, on why I should like that move? So here, oh, here's hold the on, only... hold, on, hold, on, hold on here. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Breaking news: Patrick Peterson, corner former cornerback for the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals, has just signed with. The, the Dallas Cowboys. Vikings. Wow. Oh, one Aaron's going to be so mad. One year, $10 million for Patrick Peterson to the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. That's a great move. That is a, I, I, I love that for the Vikings. That is, that, that is, is a good one. Is it real quick, not to go too deep in this? Yeah. Is Patrick Peterson or Xavier Rhodes? Is this a replacement? Is it the same? Is it they lost that they lost Xavier Rhodes? Is this a right. is this to uh, to replace Xavier Rhodes now? Like is this like I wouldn't this say like replace I would, Xavier Rhodes back in? I wouldn't say replace. I think you're getting a solid solid skill set out of Patrick Peterson, who knows the game of football. Just you know, he's been in the league for a long time, so some of the athleticism that you hope is still there may not be. But the mentality of the game in that position back there is what he what he holds his hat on. So. It's it's a very good signing. I don't know if you're saying it's a full on replacement. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It. yeah. No, that's fine. And like I said, you guys can check it out tomorrow when we talk NFL free agency. But when news flies, I mean, we we are a full time. I mean, that's what we're here for. Okay. That is what mm-hmm. we're here for. Uh, compensation for that uh, Gabe Jackson trade is a fifth round pick for this year's draft. Just letting you know. Okay. Um, okay. but give me give me something else. Give me what what a. Uh, so you were asking about uh, US, uh, UCSB and Creighton. Yes. Uh, it's UC Santa, Bar- Santa Barbara, by the way. Uh, this I is why it. I like it. So Creighton, Creighton was running high uh, in the Big East, and then they ran into Georgetown and had that shocking loss, and it was a blowout loss. Now, there's two things that can happen in the game of basketball after a blowout loss. You look yourselves in the mirrors, you show up, and you come to play. Yep. Or you psych yourself out, and you just keep making the same mistakes. I would say Florida State did that in the last couple games of uh, the ACC tournament. So I believe that Creighton may be a little too much in their minds about this. Now, they have a good squad. They got a lot of players averaging double digits. But this UCSB team is on an 18-1 and run to finish out the season. That makes you feel good. Like, they're hot right now. And if they – 
there's this thing I always used to do. I'd play basketball like out in the street or whatever. And if I was ever up against a younger or a smaller kid or whatever, I made the mistake of playing down to them, right? Yeah. Well, if you let an underdog hang around too long, they may mess around and upset you. And UCSB is one of the better teams at holding off people if they have a late lead. So I definitely think – I don't think Creighton should come in here and just wax the floor with UCSB. I think they may make it a really good game. And if they're up, you know, five, six points with 20 seconds to go, they may be looking to hold on to that lead. Oh. So I, I, I do like that one. Your Colgate okay. against Arkansas things just – I also up. forgot I to mention I have Grand Canyon beating Iowa. Yeah. You just you really do just like to stir yep. the pot. Yep. And I've already started going into the second round here. And I'm riding, I'm I'm going to ride UCSB. Based off of what you just said, I am riding UCSB. Is what I'm doing. Mm. And I have them beating Virginia in I'll the say, uh, I mean, 32. I so, you know. Yeah. I also I can see that. I can't oh, say yeah. that's not possible, but you you UEA is a really good basketball team. They're a good basketball program. And the only reason they're number four is because they got slowed down the in the ACC tournament where they could have easily come out and been the ones playing Florida State in the ACC championship. Can and, you know based on what we did, they could have won. Can you so, tell me about Liberty? Do you know anything about their their school right now? Right I now, have, no. I have I them know. in my final four. I know that they've been stop. <laughs> stop. God, I, have, I have them, I have them in my final four. Also, Listen, Bailey, watch the show. We already brought this up in the breaking news. Liberty's been around for a couple of years now. They they keep getting back to the tournament, which is really nice, you know, for a program of that as that stature to come up and play. But they got a bad draw being the 13th seed and playing Oklahoma State in the first round. Oklahoma State's no joke, man. Their yeah. their their guy Cade Cunningham is more than likely going to be the number one pick in the draft, and his team around him. They've got these guys, and I know you hate this, but they've got two twins who've been scouted since, I think, eighth grade. And Bingo. not because they were great. It was because you could see what was going to happen with them. You could see the the progress that these guys would make. And they all played for Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham is liable to drop 30, 35 on anybody at any given time. Liberty's not going to have enough to stop OK State. They're not. They're they're not out of the first round, bro. Oh, don't Sorry. don't make me say that. Don't make me Sorry. don't make me hate my pick. I don't. All right, you should I'll, hate I'll, that pick. I'll, I'll, I'll hate, hate that, that pick. pick. I'll hate that pick. And then I'll, so I had them in the final four, and then I I don't like I just something about Illinois just doesn't sit right with me. So instead, now I have Oklahoma State in the final four over you know that's literally where i just turned my head to i was like i have illinois beating oklahoma state but you know based on the way i was just talking with you i would not oklahoma state is liable to be to be anybody in this in this yeah. tournament field I, I like that they're in my they're in my final four then oklahoma state has entered my final four and then but i but this isn't about my bracket it really isn't mm-hmm. about my bracket so Let's move on to another game that you have your your mind on. And this is this is my team that I'm really, really hot for coming into this. Okay. And I've heard a lot of good things specifically about this team's defense. And it's Baylor. Can you tell me a little bit more about the Baylor Bears heading into this tournament? I mean, their resume says it all. 22 and 2. I mean, the, the losses I'm thinking about, you know, Kansas having that Big 12 rivalry. That's a loss that anybody could take at any given time. They're another team that Oklahoma State beat later in the season when, you know, they were streaking a little bit, had to come down to earth. But it's it those two losses are the types of losses that you can grab. You know, they're not ones you're you're really too worried about. They, they, this seems unselfish. They play for each other. They share the ball. They know how to finish at the rim. They know how to finish through contact. This team, they they understand how to win the game of basketball, and they've been doing it all season long. Uh, stud players left and right. Jared Butler, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> they, have, they have their own almost Donovan Mitchell. It's Davian Mitchell, but he these these guys are they're they're skilled, they're athletic, and they love to play the game of basketball. This team is going to go deep, very very deep in this tournament. I it, like it that. would be it would be so shocking, like because I'm just looking I'm looking at it. I it, Hartford ain't beating Baylor, bro. <laughs> like, I, get it out of your mind. So I was gonna pick Hartford no matter what. 
I didn't care who they were going up against. When it, we, you first brought up that Hartford was in it, I was like, dude, I'm picking Hartford to go far. I love <laughs> like because the Ra- the Rangers have a minor league team in Hartford. So like I'm like, uh, yeah, let's go. And then like for some reason in my head, it popped up the fact that they're one of their minor league baseball teams in Hartford is the Hartford Yard Goats. So yeah, that's a thing. And I was like, yeah, let's go Hartford. But then I found out that they're playing Baylor and I was like, eh. Well, just so you know, number one seeds are 139 and one against number 16 seeds. Mm. The only time it happened, actually, was Virginia being lost by UMBC, and they lost by 20 points. Mike, Michael Sherman alluded to that earlier, and I remember that because that was the year Virginia was so hot. They were supposed to win everything, and they got knocked out in the first round, but they made up for it. They came back the next year and handled business. So, yeah, I, you I, gotta, have, you I have officially go. submitted my bracket. Ooh, you got there. Maybe, maybe I'll back off. Maybe I'll back off here. Maybe I'll back off. Yeah. The first I'll... place I see Baylor maybe having some trouble is against Purdue. Purdue's just been one of those squads that have played great basketball through and through. They're one of those types of programs. And, and I don't think they would lose. It's just I think they could give Baylor a pretty decent run for their money. Yeah. We'll see. You know, that's th- this tournament, man. Have you, you ever have all the inside in the world and just takes one bucket dropping at the right time and it's over you you have espn plus right absolutely did you use your uh bracket in like analyzer tool for this it's a thing it's an espn plus bracket analyzer i did not i literally just kind of went through this and kind of went off of what i knew about the teams a little bit of the notes they had and i have ESPN plus on my wife's account because it's through Disney Plus, and obviously she yeah. runs the show. But I'm in my ESPN account because it's my bracket, and I cannot analyze. I can't use the bracket analyzer because it's under my account and not. But it's there, so maybe I'll fill out another bracket under her account. Maybe, maybe my second bracket will be a bracket you, analyzer. You can't have two brackets in our in our thing, by the way. No, 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 not no, allowed. No, no. Like, not allowed. But again, everyone, if you wanna, if you wanna uh, head on over to our Facebook page after this and sign up for our bracket challenge, we are giving away a special rough cut prize uh, to the winner if you win. That's swag. Boom! Rough oh, swag. It's way too. It is not. You can't see this. This is this is not a thing. Yeah, there's there my bracket, go. guys. There it is. Weak. Just weak. There it is. Florida. That there. deep. I hate Florida so much, and it makes so much sense that they go far because I hate them. Yeah, this uh, that Ohio State spot right there, buddy. That's where that ends for them. Is Ohio State? Can you tell me? <laughs> okay, so tell me about Ohio State. Tell me about Ohio State. Uh, they're the number two team in the nation, and they- Florida is not consistent. And Florida will only get the win against Virginia Tech because Virginia Tech hasn't got to play basketball this season. <laughs> Wait, really? But, so. Here, we can take this step because I want to talk a little bit about Florida anyways. So they're first up against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech was a good team. They are. They really were. 13-3 and to start the season. And then once again in the ACC, COVID went on a rampage. And they didn't play a single game since February 2nd. So they lost five of their last eight games. Or they, they, they got five of their last eight games canceled. They lost two of the last three they played. And they really just haven't been able to get anything going. So they're going to come in, and you would imagine they would have some rust. I think Florida would will ride that, that energy into the first round. They thought they were going to have a lower seed. They got a higher seed, so they're going to put some spec on their name. It, and then put, they go play Ohio State. Put some what? Put some spec on their name. Spec? It's a, uh, it's a, a rapper thing from a couple years ago. Uh, it was a big meme. It was hilarious. Rap music is just, just. Oh, it wasn't in music. He was about to get an interview, and he didn't like the way people were talking about it. He was like, "Y'all need to remember my name, Bird Man. Put some spec on my name." Unreal, unreal. I also have another. I also have another breaking news, not football related. The Rangers are mm. beating the Flyers right now, four to nothing in the for, in the second period. That's normal. Four to <laughs> That is not normal. That, know, that is not normal because the Rangers. All four of their coaches are out with COVID. So wow. basically they huh. called up their minor league coaches to coach this game and they're pumping the flyers right now for nothing. But let's let's go deep. Let's, like someone wants to play for somebody else. Let's dive deeper. And I, I wish the Rangers would change their coach, but let's dive deeper into your bracket, sir. Oh, you already man. brought up one of your big time upsets. Can you let us know 
another one of your like what was what was a, your hardest game to oh pick? Oh my god. Um hmm. My hardest game, honestly, was in the first round. It was probably uh, LSU versus St. Bonaventure. Um, I picked St. Bonaventure because the name sounded cool. It's a good, you know, you're, with all due respect, <laughs> you're like you're like the 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 girl who doesn't play fantasy football but yep. does it with her boyfriend and picks all the guys That's based on wife. their names or That's university or uniform. <laughs> literally picked, literally picked a whole. Fit. We have a couples league. And I think she like her criteria of who she picked was based off of looks and how cool their name was. I think I think Juju yeah. Smith Schuster was her first pick because she loves Juju. Oh, yeah. like, that's like just the <laughs> name. So yeah, yeah, that's a thing. See, there it is. That's yeah, mm. there it is. There it is. Yeah. But yeah, go, l- l- so LSU and and my 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 Frenchies over here. Okay, <laughs> what what's what's the deal? So. St. Bonaventure, you know, it's one of those things where they're not in a great, like, uh, conference, right? However, they do play it, – it, it's about defense in college. In college basketball, it's about defense. You know, in the NBA, it's about offense. Can you score more than the other person? In college, it's can you stop the other team from scoring? And St. Bonaventure does that. They do it with defense in the paint. They do it with defense around the perimeter. LSU is having one of the highest scoring seasons they've had in recent memory. They score 82 points a game. They score 82 points a game. However, St. Bonaventure allows 60 points a game. So it's like, it's a clash of two styles. Right. But that could also be based on the, on the conference they're in, you know, their conference may just not score like that, you know? So that was kind of my worry, but (laughs) two factors came into play here. When they, when they are making these stops, they're also a good transition team and they finish at the rim and LSU is poor when it comes to interior defense. So if they can't find a way to stop people from scoring in the paint, it's going to be hard pressed for them to, to keep them from doing anything that they want to do. So that was one factor. The other factor was I'd rather see St. Bonaventure than I would see LSU or Michigan. So I went ahead and put them up knowing that we could, we could possibly see them down the line. So that was one of my hardest ones to pick. It, is it crazy to pick the Frenchies over Michigan? No, I actually. So the way my bracket planned out, if if St. Bonaventure beats LSU, I have them beating Michigan for a couple reasons. Good. I feel confident I, in the pick now. I enjoy the, the stories like NCAA tournament does have some storylines to it and teams will ride a hot streak or a big win. We've seen it with Wichita state back in the day. We saw it when, uh, who was it? Loyola? They got to Loyola. The final four a couple years ago. Loyola. Yeah. They got to the final four a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've seen things like that happen. So, you know, it's possible. You know, St. Bonaventure beats LSU, a high scoring team like that. They start to focus on their defense and really believe in it. Now, when it comes to Michigan, they are one of the better teams in the nation. We've seen it happen. So, like week in and week out but they just lost one of their best players in Isaiah Livers. Ooh. And, and he's a double digit scorer. He's, he's an upperclassman. He knows how to play this game and uh, he's a forward. So he's that wing player. He's that guy that can dominate from the three point line, from the inside. And you're taking that away. Now he's not their only player. So you, you got to believe Michigan can rally and still do some, some damage in this tournament. But I do think in the later rounds is where they become susceptible. So if if St. If St. Bonaventure gets a chance at Michigan, I really like them just writing the storyline and trying to be that Cinderella story. As you said, however, that, as you said that though, mm-hmm. I just put St. Bonaventure. I just put the Frenchies, the Bonnies, is what it says in here. <laughs> I just put them in the Final Four. Yeah, yeah, I'm riding it. I like it. Nah. I like the story. Because, I like that. I like the story. Playing these guys. I, I have is it is it the, uh, so is it that crazy to to think Florida State doesn't beat UNC Greensboro? I think it is. I mean, is that again a but, Florida State fan or is that like it's like sixty <laughs> percent that I'm it's like forty percent that I'm a Florida State fan. It's not that crazy to the fact that it could never happen because I alluded to all the things. If we are if we come in this tournament and we're turning the ball over like that, then of course it's not that crazy. Like. If you're turning the ball over, you can't score if you're giving the ball to the other team. However, it, go ahead. I don't go. see, I don't see, I don't see Florida State 
the first round of the tournament coming in making those same mistakes. It, I feel like they really get it under control, at least in the very first game, you know? It, it seems to me, though, and maybe it's just because you've only talked you've only talked crap to Dylan because he's a Notre Dame fan. It seems to me whenever you do bring up Florida State in a bigger game, they don't show up and you're embarrassed. Not yeah. I don't know the results of the to be completely honest, I don't know the results of the games to say that it's an embarrassing loss. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I can it, say it that also for me, it also feels like when I decide to watch the games recently, they're taking losses. <laughs> so it's like, it, 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 to me, it's like, okay, so Florida State seems like one of those teams that has a hard time performing when it matters. This seems like one of those situations where, or have they learned from uh, like the sports media yes. journalists that we are? It's well, like, have they learned from their mistakes? What's the storyline for Florida State I'll, basketball? I'll had they seen anybody else but Georgia Tech in the ACC tournament, I do believe we would have won that game. Georgia Tech and Florida State had some great battles throughout the entire season. We won one. They won one. We won one. They won the ACC tournament. It went like that. You know, the first matchup, their point guard, Jose Alvarado, and that's why I have Georgia Tech at least winning the first round, but then they see uh, Illinois in the second round. I think that's got to be a little hard-pressed. They're, they're – point guard jose alvarado is a fantastic on-ball defender his hands are quick he gets them in all the messy places he creates turnovers with some of the best of them they have the acc player of the year in uh M moses Wright or jerome Wright. i'm sorry i don't remember the name off the top of my head i do think it's in the in the notes there so I'm, moses Wright. i was right yeah the acc player of the year moses Wright. so they have Got some it. really good pieces now, they were matched up against Florida State, who had the ACC Freshman of the Year, the ACC Sixth Man of the Year, two other guys who were experienced in ACC All-Honors. But it's it's the, that rivalry, those battles that really got Florida State tested. And if they played anybody else in the ACC tournament, I feel like they would have took that. Day. So let me go over to that game, that Georgia Tech-Loyola game. I, I just had Loyola winning, and mm -hmm. then I just changed it to Georgia Tech just because of what you said. Is mm -hmm. it? A, it seems like Georgia Tech's a very, very good team. Is it crazy to think that Loyola wins, or is this a, is this a tough no. matchup to predict? That's a tough matchup to predict. I, I honestly, for me, I went with Georgia Tech more based on that I've seen a lot of Georgia Tech and I know where they can cause issues for any team. Uh, that that's what kind of gets me. I haven't watched a lot of Loyola. I, I would like to. I would have liked to, and I know that they're a team that can be dangerous. But the way that this team, Georgia Tech, plays defense. The way they hustle, the way they get into the paint, like, look at this, like, look at the pass. Like, that's Jose Alvarado with the layup. He's so shifty, and he's always had a high motor. In this game, the ACC championship, he played every single minute of that game. The last play of the game, when it even didn't even matter for Florida State, he still made sure to come up with a steal on the final shot for Florida State. He's hungry. He, he has something to prove. And, and I think that type of fiery player is something that Georgia Tech's going to lean on. I like but it. then you get to those teams like Illinois and in those top top tier teams. And it's so hard to decide that they're the ones that are going to go on and just upset everybody. You know, it's so it's hard for me to pick upsets against these top tier teams. And I know it needs to happen. Like I would have loved to pick against Gonzaga because they to me, they don't really play that many people. But at the same time, yeah, everyone's year buzzing year on Gonzaga, man. Everyone is. I've been listening to the radio all day long, and everyone is buzzing over Gonzaga. But, but again, again, you have like I don't know. I guess maybe it's just like because I'm hearing you talk about a certain team, it makes me put them farther. I just put Georgia. Well, I originally had Loyola beating Georgia Tech, and then mm -hmm. Illinois beating Loyola. But now I have Georgia Tech beating Loyola and Georgia Tech beating Illinois. And that was really funny. And then Oklahoma State beating Georgia Tech. What's really funny is uh, when we started this, you you were very adamant about not ever liking to listen to me, but I've changed <laughs> like four or five of your picks throughout this whole thing. I still and do not pick Florida State over over UNC Greensboro. That's my pick. Honestly, I also, I also have Alabama beating Iona, but then I have Alabama I want, getting upset by uh, Maryland. I wanted to just right now say that I think Iona is going to beat Alabama now. I mean, I put in Alabama, but I I, I might change that. I might I might pick Iona because uh, here's the thing. Like, don't don't write off Iona. Alabama has some good stuff going on. They really do. Like, I, I, honestly, they played great basketball this season. Um, however, 
<laughs> However, <laughs> yes, I, I love trash. trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this. Also, breaking news. Breaking news. The Rangers are now winning six to nothing. Holy crap. In, in, the in hockey world, yes, in the hockey world, we consider that an That's ass. <laughs> no. That's crazy. But okay, so so let's let uh, let's kind of get down to the nitty gritty here. I wanted to get down to the elite eight. Let's see. That's... Oh, you don't want to hear why Iona's going to beat Alabama? No, I really don't. I don't. Okay. Well, then I won't tell you that they've made the tournament like four or five years in a row, and now they got one of the better coaches in college basketball history. Well, I just picked Iona over Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I will never do that. I will. Not. I will. I can't. I can't. Honest. And honestly, it just seems right to pick against Alabama here, just because like you just can't be good. You just can't be great at two sports. Okay. If you're if you're as good as Alabama is in football, you just can't be that good in basketball. I'm really angry that you're about to make me say this. Well, then again, not really. It's been 15 years. I was gonna say 06, 07, 08, UF won football, basketball, football, basketball. <laughs> yeah, you know that that but, that makes me hate them, and that's why I yeah, have oh, them I so far them. in the tournament because I just I can see it now. Florida fans just buzzing over their team and talking their stupid nonsense that they do. Uh, in, in my in my Florida podcast today, I yelled about Florida being horrible. So, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty here, and I wanna okay. I wanna uh, I wanna answer some of these. Like I said, I have a lot of people asking me about upsets in this first round here. Okay, give me all of your upsets right here, right this now. This is the funny part. So I was looking at this, and I didn't realize I did it till we were talking about this before the show, and I. Picked every single 12 to beat a number five. <laughs> every single one. And that's not that's not something that normally happens. You normally get like three. You normally get like three of the four, to be honest. And and uh it, it has 2019 was the third time in the past seven tournaments that 12s over fives won three of the four matchups. And I didn't mean to do it at first, or when I look back at it, or at least I thought I didn't mean to do it, pick every 12 over five. But as you made me talk about it to you and I looked at it. I'm not upset that I picked every 12 over a five. The only question that I would have is one we talked about earlier and it's Georgetown over Colorado. And the question is just because Georgetown, they're, they're riding that team of destiny thing and the big East, that's one thing, but coming out and to do it in the tournament is another. Now Georgetown is coached by Patrick Ewing. So that gives them an edge in my favor right there, uh, you know, over Colorado. That's, that's a good possibility. Colorado, though, is hungry, man. They they feel like they've gotten the bitter end of a lot of play in the last couple of years. They were supposed to win their little Pac-12 title for the first time, but they got upset. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But that just made their seniors, McKinley Wright and Jeremiah Horn, even that much more hungry. They don't turn the ball over. They shoot it well. They have talent. They have experience. They should beat Georgetown. They really and, should. However. However. <laughs> So I that, have that, I picked every 12 over a five. I picked every single one. Not not by not not because of what you did, but I actually also have every 12 over five. And I think <laughs> that was how it was in the beginning. I don't think I changed yeah. anything here. I yeah, I didn't I, I wouldn't change anything here. I had I had all twelves over fives just because a, a I picked Oregon State over Tennessee because Michael Sherman said so. And yeah. then I picked a good pick too. I picked Georgetown over Colorado because of Patrick Ewing. And then I picked uh, I pick Win I pick Winthrop over Villanova just because of how buzzed you are on Villanova or on Winthrop. And then I told you I'm riding you I'm riding UCSB yeah. all the way to the to the uh, Sweet 16. So okay, That's okay, fair. I'm with you. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I'm with it. I'm with so, it. I feel I feel better about picking all the twelves over fives. I do. What's your biggest upset? This is the last question before we start winding things down because also I have some very, very important homework to do tonight and your boy You're not alone. needs to make that happen. We both need to make You're that happen. So, what you got? Sa biggest we upset. talked about it. We we talked about it already. I I I think the biggest upset will be Bonaventure versus Michigan. And I no, get no, it because no 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 I don't mean the biggest upset as in like what you said before. I mean like biggest ranking dispute like What's the largest gap in terms of the upset in, in your bracket? There, it's it's the twelves to fives. 
It's that's it. You don't have any. You don't have any thirteens over fours. You don't have any fourteens over twos. You don't have any fifteen or yeah, something like that. Over twos. I, yeah. I don't. Um, I, I I couldn't find one that made sense to me. Um, and I, I mean, looking at it again here, I, I can't I can't find a single one that you don't have sense a you don't today. have a single upset outside of twelve outside of the twelfth ranked teams. I I don't see it. Wow. I, I just I don't see. I don't it. like that. I don't like that. Man. I understand. I get it. But like, Chris, if you're still watching, somebody, yeah. I mean, if somebody else believes in a different way, tell me why I'm wrong. Is that one a crazy one? I would imagine so. so out, of all, had... out of all of my upsets here, I'm going to read them to you. Out of my biggest upsets, I have uh, Grand Canyon over Iowa. I have. Uh, I have Purdue, North Texas over Purdue. I have either Wichita or Drake over USC. Stop me when something absolutely ridiculous pops up. Oh, well, then I should have stopped you with Grand Canyon over Iowa. <laughs> Why is that one ridiculous? So you remember I talked about Oklahoma. Oh, Iowa State has number a one. your favorite. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> And he's been that way for the last couple oh, seasons. That, he's that been somebody they've talked about. Kid. Yeah, sir. Oh, they've oh. talked about him time in and time out. But it's not just him. I mean, that's the guy who's running down in the paint and taking it over. And he can shoot and he can body. He can do it all. But then he's surrounded by great players. He's surrounded by people who can shoot from wherever they want and nobody's angry. Like, you know how Steph Curry comes in and shoots from the half court? They would be okay if some of their players did that. Now, I will give you this. If Iowa gets a little rattled, they could they could find themselves in a scare, but they would still play it out. They would still win it out. I'm not. I, I don't. Honestly, I don't even know how. This I don't want to change it, but I'm gonna change it. I, you I should change. I didn't know that that because I've been hearing about this Luca Garza kid since the tournament talk started. Like this kid, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of talk about this kid about how good he is. He's a player of the year favorite. Like he is just he. He's like he's ridiculous. He's a like I, I I do remember I can't remember if it was the Dan Patrick show or, or Colin Coward, but they were talking about like how he has like double doubles like all the time. Is that a thing? Oh, all the time. All the time? It. It's basically, you know, 10 points, 10 assists, or 10 rebounds, double digits in two different stat lines. And for a guy his size, you're normally thinking about points and rebounds, you know. I put uh, Iowa I have put Iowa in my final four. The other one that I think is crazy, and if I'm not mistaken, you still have this this way. Uh, you still have Colgate over. I do. Uh, I, do. I do. Okay, so let me tell you a little something about Colgate. Colgate <laughs> has played. First off, they play in something called the Patriot League. I, did. I know what the Patriot League is, but to, to drive the point home, I want it to sound so <laughs> asinine. <laughs> and then Colgate has literally played three teams all season long. <laughs> they've played Army. They've played Boston University. They've played Holy Cross. They've played four. I'm sorry. They were supposed to play Bucknell, but the two games in the regular season got canceled and postponed because of COVID, but they played them one time in the, uh, in the tournament. Yeah. That's it. Those are the teams they've played. Are any of those other teams you heard me talk about in the, in the tournament? No, it also says no. there are no opponents with a top 75. Uh, oof. And then also, yeah. I, I like the fact that ESPN does this. No three seed or number three. The number three seeds have won 85% of the meetings with 14. Yeah. With number 14. Had you said, had you said something like um, Morehouse over West Virginia. I might have been like, all right, that's a is fun crazy one. Pick, is it crazy to pick Utah State over Arkansas? I don't. I, I'll say yeah, this. but you do seven foot on their team. Yeah, I'm picking that. that I'm sticking with that I one. Don't I changed, mean nothing. I changed the Arkansas State has seven one. Foot players all the time. I, I I changed the Arkansas one, and then I I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, AJ, I know we did. We kind of have been rolling through things. Give yeah. the beautiful listeners what your sweet sixteen looks like, and then. We will close out the show. My sweet 16, I have Gonzaga versus uh, Virginia. Yep. I have Iowa versus Ken. Oh, I have got, let's do that. Sorry. I have Gonzaga beating Virginia. No, no. And I no, have, yeah. No? No, you yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want me to leave it a secret? You can if you want to. It's up I don't to you. Want to. 
I have Iowa beating Kansas. That'll be a really good game, and that was also a hard one to pick. I'm pretty sure I went back and forth on that one. That's in the West. In the South, I have Baylor beating Purdue. That's a good one. I have Arkansas beating Ohio State in the Sweet 16. I think that's something that you're going to see play out. Uh, I like the way Arkansas runs that. And the SEC was a much better conference this year. So these top-tier teams in the SEC that have these higher seeds, I do think they're going to make a little bit of noise in this tournament. So I have Arkansas beating Ohio State in the Sweet 16. You go down to the East, uh, I have FSU beating St. Bonaventure and making it to the Elite Eight where we have some problems. I have Texas beating your Alabama squad. Uh, That was before I... Can't say I'm not a team player letting you boo me, buddy. <laughs> but if you want to boo me some more, well, you don't really Texas have any control Alabama. over us either. I had Texas beating Alabama, but that was before I decided Iona was going to beat Alabama. So <laughs> yeah, Texas beating UConn. I hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> also, side note: the Rangers are now winning seven to nothing. And this is nuts. And when's the, the last time they scored seven? The points? second period is about to end, but it is now oh, seven to nothing. Wait, is are the Flyers playing their minor league squad? No, no, actually, I think the Flyers are all full healthy. But oh, and Michael Sherman's in here. He's a, I'm sure he's a big Flyers fan. Yeah, take that. <laughs> proceed, proceed, proceed. Uh, on the other side, I have uh, this is the Midwest region in the Sweet 16. I have Illinois. <sighs> Let's go down below. I have Houston beating San Diego State, and up top, I have I'll Illinois beating Oklahoma State. Got to lock it in. Like, Got to lock like it in. Got to lock it in. Whatever your decision is after this, you have to lock it in. Got to lock it in. Right. I'm say I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Oklahoma State against Illinois. <laughs> My Sweet Sixteen's looking like no. Baylor over Winthrop, Florida over Utah State, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma State over Georgia Tech, Houston over San Diego. We didn't even talk about Houston. Houston over San Diego State, BYU over Maryland, the Frenchies over Georgetown, Iowa over Kansas, and Gonzaga over UCSB. But I have something. That means we can do the eight and the four in the championship next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But I did. I did want to bring this up here. I did want to bring this up to everybody watching. We're I wanted to debut this segment. And it's not a full-on segment yet because I would we would like more reviews on our all of our podcasting platforms wherever you listen to the show. Just review the show. It's not that hard. Just, you know the deal. But <laughs> I wanted to debut this this uh this set this segment here. It's called Upon Further Review. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice stands. We gotta go. So it, the whole point of that was upon further review. This is where I bring up a review that our lovely listeners have dropped in our podcasting platform area. You can drop whatever you want to let, whatever you want to say in there. We will read it on the show. You might get it read on the show. If, if I like it, if it's funny enough, wow, we have, we have, when did we get, we have more reviews. We have two more reviews that, yeah, there's there's buddy. We're on Amazon Music now. We're on. We're about to be on Pandora. We got this, on TuneIn. This one, this one comes from Country Pub seventy five. It was written on Friday. Five star review. We really appreciate it. AJ and Vinny, along with many special guests. Oh man, I I got a solo for this. I just I just got a solo for this. AJ and Don't Vinny, along with many special guests, bring great insight to a plethora of sports topics. They cover sports in a way that all fans, whether diehard or casual, can enjoy the conversation. What's me? Whoa, I don't. I, it says what's me then unique is the exceptional chemistry they tend to develop through their banter. They almost seem to be scripted, but obviously not in the way that the each comp they each compliment the other in conversation. This is a this is this is very easy to listen to rather than a barraging attack on one another. I recommend all sports fans to give this podcast a listen. Thank you. Country pub 75 for your great review. We do truly appreciate it. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, reviewed us and dropped your review in your, wherever you listen to your podcast, please go do so. You have a chance to have it read on the show, just like country pub 75. We appreciate it. I thought it was very funny that uh, he thought it was like, 
it seems like they're scripted, but they're not because of the. We are that so got me. The, far. The, the part did so far. <laughs> we made this show an hour ago. <laughs> not even. Not even. The part, the part <laughs> that I enjoyed. The part that I enjoyed was how he acknowledged that you know we love the hardcore fans, but we also do try to make sure casual fans yeah. can enjoy too. You know yeah. where you teach me about hockey, where I try to talk as much basketball to you as we can. You know, we bring on Aaron and Dylan to come talk baseball. Like, and we and that, we meet in the middle fun. for pigskins and pancakes. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, can't wait for football season. Uh, I can't wait to debut that. That's going to be so much fun. I am so excited. I might eat pancakes on that show. I, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so excited for all of it. For our audio listeners, that's it. Okay, we will do a brief final countdown for you beautiful people in the chat. But for our audio listeners... We'll see you tomorrow for free agency. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.